This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you. This is Pastor Albert Pendarver speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We're preparing for the trailblazer broadcast i was just thinking before bringing you this old trailblazer message i'd like to sit and meditate with you just for a moment what our lord does in the life of a sinner when he saves it when a sinner becomes a new man in christ we here at radio missions recently had our fellowship day and uh how uh, how glorious it was uh, some folks call it homecoming but we call it fellowship day and uh, but it's where many of our radio listeners, our mission people, and our folks, where we do, who we don't get to see very often, they come in here to their home church. They call it to spend some time. We had a large crowd, a gracious spirit, and I was just thinking how when God's people get together, how their conversation is always centered around Christ, telling how God saved them, telling how uh, He gave, uh, how His grace. Uh, has uh, been manifested in their heart, my friend, and all day by day, how many were the Lord dealing with their heart. I know that out the outside world knows nothing of this kind of meeting. There was no discussing of politics, no telling how good the crops were back home on the farm. No, it was mostly centered around Christ and his mercy and his love for the sinner. Oh, my friend, what a blessing. What rejoicing there was in my heart. There was no big eyes and little U's. No, we were all on the same level. That's what the grace of God does in this heart of a sinner. Uh, we are all just a bunch of old sinners saved by grace and uh, wanting to, or some wanting to be saved. Even the children seemed to be on their best behavior. And there, uh, there was love. God's love in the hearts of our people. What a glorious time we had and how our hearts were saddened as our folks began to go home late Sunday evening and early, early Monday morning. In our study in the book of 1 Peter, we've come now to, the, to chapter 1 and verse 18. I believe that this verse, along with verse 19, are the heart of the epistle of this epistle. For herein we see the gospel of God. Here we see how every sinner is saved. You want to know how a sinner is saved? Here we see all the false teaching taken away with the uh, w- with the works of man. No, my friend, all the works of man is done away with. All the self-righteousness of man is put aside. And we see in these two verses the gospel, how a sinner is saved. Would you listen carefully as we read these two verses? First, let's look at verse 18. Verse 18 of 1 Peter chapter 1. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Let's stop right there and look closely at that part of that verse. Peter, speaking to the early Christians, reminded them, for he says, as ye know, as ye know, Yes, just as I would say to you who know the Lord. You know that you are not saved by corruptible things. No, like silver and gold. How many today 
are basing their salvation on these things, these things that are corruptible, things that will soon pass away like the dew in the morning. Those things are not stable, my friend. Listen, when God saved me and every sinner that he's ever saved, we were saved by eternal things, only one eternal thing, and that is that the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. All other things are only sinking sand. Yes, all other things are only sinking, sinking sand. There's no solid foundation apart from the blood uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is no hope outside the Lord Jesus Christ. I just uh, think many times how shallow folks will uh, hang their soul upon how shallow uh, some foundation. But today, many are hanging their souls, hanging their hope of eternity on things that will soon pass away. How many rely on some preacher? Folks, I've, I've known uh, those who are wrapped up in some preacher. That's all they could speak about. Oh, I belong to Brother So-and-So's church. Oh, I belong to Dr. So-and-So. Dr. So-and-So. What a gracious man he is. Oh, my friend, how many of our friends whom you and I know are relying on some preacher or some priest. The, the priest is their uh, object of their affection. All they know is what he tells them. Yes, they depend on his word. They accept his word. My friend, they never, they're never touched by the Holy Spirit. No, only, they only follow the traditions. That's what Peter is saying here. You're not saved by the traditions of men. Aren't you tired of the traditions of the church, my friend? No, because God's Word says we're not saved by tradition. We, as a nation, have been deceived on every hand, our folks in this country, in our local churches. Yes, we've been deceived as a people. Uh, Satan has uh, achieved his purpose many times in watering down the gospel. He has his preachers. Did you know Satan has his ministers? They're ministers of Satan. Yes, they are. They've deceived the people. Salvation of a soul has been watered down to a mere decision for Jesus. The masses of people are being brainwashed. That's what I call it, just brainwashed, like they do a soldier there who's captured in the, in the, in the army or in the war. The enemy takes him into a place, and they brainwash him. They feed all sorts of things into his mind. They program his mind, as it were, and that's what many of our folks are. They've been programmed by the modern-day ministry, my friend. Yes, they say, uh, you say, isn't that enough? Just to give your heart to Jesus? No, my friend. No, that isn't enough. Uh, just to give your heart to Jesus and do the best you can? What's wrong with that? Many say, oh, my friend, what's wrong with it? And there's no reality there. There's no substance there. It's just a dream. It's just a dream that you're living on, a fairy tale. Salvation is knowing Christ as your Lord and your Savior, not knowing all the doctrines of the Bible, not knowing about Christ. No, it's knowing Christ, uh, uh, my friend, knowing him in the forgiveness of your sin. That's what salvation is, not some cold, hard doctrine of do this and be saved, do this and live. No, it's not salvation. It's not that. Salvation is a personal revelation of Christ to the human heart. You say, well, there's not many folks saved then, are they? No, my friend, there's not. 
There's not many many saved today. Oh, we have many church members. We have churches on every corner. We have every uh, church of every description. Everyone thinks that they're right. They think they're, they'll have their little corner in heaven and nobody's going there. No, that's not that's not true. God saves a sinner, my friend. He doesn't make you a Baptist or a Presbyterian or a Catholic or those things. There's no There were no denominations in Christ's day. Folks, we're called Christians. Are you a Christian this morning, my friend? Have you been washed in the blood of Christ this morning? No, my friend. It's not some cold doctrine, do this and live, sprinkled as an infinite birth. No. How many are deceived by that uh, damnable doctrine? Yes. Uh, keep all the sacraments uh, of the church and all the traditions of the church, and you'll be all right. No, that's what many folks are led to believe. My friend, the church never saved a soul. Did you know that? Would that truth ever dawn upon you? The church never saved a soul. It, the church never died for your sin. Did your church die for you? Mine didn't. This church here where we worship is just a big old building with some seats in it and some carpet and some pews and uh, a place where we can worship comfortably. I praise the Lord for it, but it never saved anyone. I don't run to this church when I'm uh, uh, down in the valley. No, I run to Christ. I don't run to this to the priest or to the pope or to the, any man. No, I run to Christ. I fall at his feet saying, Lord, uh, Lord, re revive my spirit. Refresh me this morning. Bring back to me the joy of my salvation like old, P old Daniel, uh, David did there when he had sinned. My friend, God's child always goes to the Lord. Yes. Let me stop and ask you, do you know what it meant uh, by a true church? It's a, it's a group of called out ones. That's what a true church is. Called out ones who are saved. Not some building or cathedral where folks look up to it as a shrine or something that, uh, something that, uh, no, these things never save a soul. Burning some candle never saves a soul. Speaking in some unknown tongue never saves a soul. No, all these things are corruptible. They soon fade away. They don't last. They'll not stand the test. All these things will be burned up as an abomination to the Lord. Think with me, if you will. You believe that God will accept what you try to offer up uh, to him when he will only accept his only precious, perfect son of God as a sacrifice? All of your doings, no, all of your doings, all of your planning and scheming only uh, is nauseous in the sight of God, in the nostrils of God. Our Lord made, uh, yes, uh, a way. Our Lord made a way for a sinner to be saved. He saved Adam and Eve there in the Garden of Eden, just like he saves a sinner now. They sinned. They ran and hid themselves while they were hiding. Listen now. While they were hiding, they knew they had sinned. And uh, while they were there hiding in the, in the bushes, they knew that they were naked. So they came up with a scheme to hide them, their nakedness. They took the leaves of the trees and sewed them together and made them a covering to hide their sin. But God would not accept it. Is that what you're doing this morning, my friend? You know that you've sinned. You know that you're not right in the sight of God. So therefore, you've ran, hidden yourself, and have begun to sow a cloak of righteousness around you that uh, thinking the Lord will accept it. No, he'll not accept it. 
He'll not accept your covering that you have sewn together. No matter what it's made of, it can be a self-righteous rags. Yes, you can attempt to live a clean life and hold that up to our Lord, but he'll not accept it. You may be a great religious teacher and preacher, but he'll not accept that. It doesn't matter how many uh, DDs and LDDs you have behind your name. Our Lord won't, won't look upon that. Did you know our Lord is no respecter of person? You're learning. You may try to, uh, to dedicate your life to God Look th- uh, and, and thinking that you can attain salvation. Or uh, my, No, my friend, you may hide yourself in some uh, yeah, far distant monastery somewhere isolated from the world where you'll not be into contact with sin, uh, hidden away. But that old heart of yours is still there in your bosom. It's deceitful and desperately wicked and must be cleansed and a new heart given to you. No, there's only one way for a sinner to be saved. No church affiliation will do. No works of your hands will do. No religious experience will do. No speaking in tongues will do. Those things are corruptible. They just fade away. No, only when our Lord killed the animals and made coats of skin and, and uh, shed that blood there in the garden as an example as a forerunner of Christ, how he would be uh, suffer and die for our sin. Yes, then, then were Adam and Eve's sins atoned for. Their fig leaves had no value. No, neither does yours, my friend. Would you just ask the Lord to open your heart? Would you ask the Lord to search your heart? And to see if you're standing on the solid foundation this morning. I know what I'm speaking of this morning. The Lord saved me one day like that. I was on that false foundation. But the Lord uh, saved me and brought me and put me on a solid rock. On a solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand, my friend. Yes, all other ground is sinking sand. Oh, today, would you turn to the Lord? This is the old trailblazer, Brother Albert Pendarvis, reminding you that our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We'll be back next time at this same time. And uh, until then, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 